three, two, one, roll the footage. Welcome back, everybody, to the Strategy Sprints podcast. I'm Simon Severino, your host. And today, my guest, for over 20 years, my guest has helped businesses see the bigger picture and use that vision to eliminate the constraints that clutter the path to their success. His experience ranges from business ownership, marketing and consulting, to software application development for small to large and multinational corporations. Today, he is an interventionist, a world changer, a podcast host, and an entrepreneur, and an advisor. Welcome, everybody, Jason Todd. Thank you. This is great. That you know what you can, you more concisely said what I do than I probably say it. That was great. Thank you. <laughs> I guess that comes with the job. <laughs> and Jason, what are you up to right now? Man, what am I up to? Well, I am uh, working on a some kind of high profile advisory work um, with some mid-sized companies in, in building out ecosystems, working with data and strategy and products and software and across, uh, across supply chains. It's super fun and interesting. And I can't talk about specifically what it is, but I, it, it's right in my sweet spot. I'm really enjoying that. And then I'm also working on a project called coffee with humans, which is my, world-changing venture that I started in COVID uh, in April and uh, having a lot of fun with that. All right. Tell us about the non-secret stuff. Coffee with Humans. Why, why did you start it in the first place? I started Coffee with Humans in April of this year, sort of when peak fear, I think, happened with COVID. Co being sequestered in our homes was very new to everybody. And I think people were just, uh, in my sense of, of, of the world, at least, were becoming disappointed full of despair, I think. And that was leading to hopelessness. And I kind of felt that creeping into my own soul. And I thought I refuse to be taken down by this hopelessness. And I think at the time, you know, my, my thought with the time was if I can make it easy to connect with people, then it's those connections that can yield some positive results for everybody. And so I made it simple, easy uh, to connect with me. I, I just said, Hey, if you want to have coffee with me, go to this link. I'll have coffee with you. The only rule is no sales calls. And that just that just uh, has exploded into the now now a, a live stream. So now I'm I'm going to be doing those live uh, with strangers, and we become friends after that hour. That's beautiful, and uh, I I feel you because I did I did quite a similar thing in in March. I, I was always kind of not social. My wife says I'm even a, a cyborg, but uh, in March. With this whole thing going on, I went like, okay, it's time to open up. It's time to connect. We all need each other. Yeah. Uh, stop fancy stuff. Now connect. Let's be in this together. And I went, the show was a weekly show, but now I have every day a guest because I was like, hey, this is time for meaningful, deal, deep, good conversations and, uh, and leading the way. Uh, so... Yeah, I feel you. Beautiful idea. And well, so it started out of that. And now it's a, it's a thing now. It's a big thing. Where, where are you headed with it now? That's a great question. I, so one of the things that excites me about this project is the pull through that I'm getting from it. And I think this, you know, to, to your point of, of working with businesses, 
uh, to uh, find success. I think one of the things that I have certainly lost sight of over time and have not been good about is going where you get pull through instead of pushing. And so what I mean by that is a lot of times I've had great ideas and I'm a good creator. I would create something that nobody wanted, nobody purchased, but I loved it. And I'd push, 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 push and get, get limited results off of it instead of not doing that and going to some place where I was getting pulled through. And that's what I get with coffee with humans. I just, I, it, I, I just dangle it out there say, Hey, you want to have coffee with me? And people are just signing up. I don't have to, I have to do very little work and I get really great results. It also happens to fit really well with my skill set of being able to just talk to a stranger. It keeps me sharp. I think for one thing, it keeps me sharp as a, as a good communicator. And then number two, uh, I have met some just some super interesting people from all around the world. And that that really, and I mean this, I mean this as I say, it's like it really feeds my soul to be able to communicate with just any any random person. And I am intentional about using that hour for good. I, I do believe that when people on individual journeys get together for just an hour, great things can come from that if you intend it. Uh, and so I put that intention out there and I've, I've never had a bad call yet. I'm waiting for it. I'm sure I will, but <laughs> I just, it's, it's just fantastic. And then, and it's interesting also from a business standpoint that uh, because I've got all these connections around the world and these, and, and people who are becoming friends, when I need to get something done in business, I just type a little message like, Hey, can you help me out? I need a connection to such and such a place or to so-and-so, and I probably can get to there pretty quickly. So it has served me personally. I think it serves the world at large and it's served me in business. This is so powerful on many levels. I have to unpack that and go deeper into that. But first, one word from our sponsors. Hey, if you love what you are hearing, you will love our free masterclasses. Go grab them at strategiesprints.com. It's so powerful because now, a friend of mine just recently uh, gave me a book as a gift, and he said this is kind of a book for a lifetime. And it was it's called the Tao of Leadership, mm. and it's basically the Tao Tao De Jing. I hope I, I spell it correctly. Sorry if I offend somebody. And um, regarding to how you lead your life and you lead others, so it's very small things uh, like like small impulses and most of them circle around finding the middle ground between pull and push so exactly what you're saying and the so the masculine and the feminine the yin and the yang uh, not pushing too much because pushing pushing once into a system will push double back you create all sorts of problems within yourself and in relationships if you push too much. Yeah. And we all know it here, but nobody and most people don't know how to do it. And we go back into the old mode and we push. When we train, we push. When we talk to people, we push. So this is so beautiful because you have found a way to do it every day. I'm learning. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be so clear as to say I found a way, but it's it is, I think, uh, something I'm learning. I'm I am very clearly in uh, in my own mind, at least, moving into these things that I get pulled through on, and 
and again, it's, it's I, I agree with you and, and whoever you ha have heard all that from that you there, you can do damage by pushing too much. Uh, and I have for sure. I, again, I mentioned, I'm a great creator. I can create all sorts of things. I'm really fantastic at it. And I will create things that are, are, are just not their time, you know, or it's just, it's something that is great. It's fantastic, but there's not a market for it uh, or not a good enough market for it, or there's not enough return on it. Uh, and, I, and I do that because I love it. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade that. I wouldn't, I don't, I don't think that it's um, necessarily a, a quote, you know, quote unquote bad trait, but I think there are better ways to do it. And I, th I do believe that there is a, there, there's got to be some sort of balance between, uh, between, I don't know, tenacity, dedication, right? Like push, push, push. You got to just move through the hard times. Um, but that is not the same as creating something and pushing that is not resonating with your marketplace. Like that's that those two, those two things are different. So I, you know, it's with, with coffee, with humans, like I mentioned, I get great pull through from it. There are challenges for sure in how to balance, uh, you know, doing that and systemization and growth and, and how do I, how do I balance that against all the other things I have to do in my life? Uh, but that's, but that, that never takes away from the pull through that I already get. Right. So I have to push through those things to, to continue on the right path. And so I've shut it down before. Like I had 70 episodes. I used to record them and not live stream. And then I take these excerpts, like two to five minute excerpts, super popular online. Um, but they were taking too much time. And, and so I just shut the whole thing down. I had, I have 70 episodes just sitting there recorded with no excerpts. And I retooled the whole thing to only do live streams because Number one, there's a, I think there's a fascinating uh, kind of sort of shtick behind it to just, you know, have somebody live just like you do. Uh, and then there's also the idea of that it takes me little effort to be able to pull one of these things off now. So I, I think I, it was um, having retooled it, it, it fits better into my life and it's more scalable, uh, but I still get pulled through. Every time I turn it on, I just get pulled through. And how do you remember all these people? Because I, I never, I, I, I meet so many great people and I forget them. So I started every guest. I started writing in my CRM system what they are up to, what their next thing is, and and so from time to time I scroll through it and I, I see if I can help them with something. And I, I will just send a message and say, hey, how how is this going forward? Can I be of help in any way? And also I have started, which I never did before March, but I have started private masterminds. So I will pick the one that click a lot with my mission and with our community. And I will invite them to the private masterminds so that the, the relationship has a space if I feel compelled to, to intensify the relationship that I have something to invite to because I had never something like that. Our main thing is really expensive. So I never had like a way to say, Hey, that's cool. Let's move this forward. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I, I do a poor job and historically I always have done a poor job of keeping track of all the people in my sphere because there are so many people, you know, before I did anything online, I was very well connected in the, in the region and in certain national circles. And keeping track of people 
in that sphere. I always felt like a bad, bad friend, you know? Um, and it's not that I didn't care. It's just that my ability to keep, uh, my ability to maintain relationships is I have very finite bandwidth for that, uh, because it's not my strength, right? My strength is thinking things through and strategizing and moving ahead. And relationships are not a process of thinking things through and strategizing. They're just, they're a process of just being in the moment. And, you know, I had, I had a, have a great therapist and she was, she was talking to me at one point in time. She says, Jason, I just want you to exercise. And this is what I was going on vacation. She says, I just want you to exercise for a moment. Just being in the moment just enjoy the day. And I was like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Exactly. What's that? <laughs> I am the same, Jason. And I have to share something with you because just today I told my wife, hey, I'm such a bad friend to my friends. And it's getting worse and worse. You know what? I will have no friends if I continue this way. Can I please have one evening per week where we agree that I can be off family and just for my friends? She said, yes, take Tuesday evening. I was like, what? I went, I went to my phone and I, I called five friends and I told them, hey, Tuesday, <laughs> come over. We will do a little bit of CrossFit and do sauna and have drinks and let's have, let's have time together. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's the care and nurturing, care and nurturing of relationships. Some of us are just bad at it. I, you know, I've got three kids and I strategized how to sometimes respond to them in certain, you know, in certain circumstances. I just, I refused almost, it's like a part of me. I felt broken at the time. Like how, why can't I just get out of my head and just be in the moment instead of like strategizing and thinking things through it. And, and, uh, it's been a, it's been a journey and, and that ties actually in with this idea of pull through because sometimes I've missed the thing that I'm getting pull through on because I was off busy strategizing something I wanted to create, not understanding that the thing I'm in right now is in the middle of creation and it's in the middle of growth. Just relax, just stay there for a while, be present. It was in front of you, but you didn't see it because you were looking far ahead as the strategist. Give us an example because this I think is so valuable for hundreds of people who are listening right now are like you, type A strategist type, uh, big, big picture type of person missing the right now, the small signals who are saying, hey, I like you, I want more. Yeah. How, how, what are the weak signals? <laughs> well, this will get in, I think this might be something I haven't ever shared with anybody, but hey, why not now? We're on the beach, right? On strategy sprints. This is good. So we're just having, you and I, we're having drinks around the beach. So years ago, I sold a company. And I remember that in the year up to selling that company, I was in a point of maybe, I don't want to go so far as to say mental distress, but I didn't know how to have conversations that I needed to have with my business partner. That's looking back on it. That's what the root of the issue was. There were things I wanted to say, things I wanted to express. I did not know how to have those conversations. And instead of learning how to have those conversations and asking somebody for assistance, asking somebody for help who had been through those types of dis discussions before, I got stuck in my head and I strategized, like, do I get out of this company? Like, I can't be in this company anymore, which looking back on it, you know, I wouldn't change what 
I wouldn't change the fact that I sold that company, got out of it. I mean, a lot of good things have come from that. However, the person who I am today, I would sit in that. I, I, I would sit in that, and instead of trying to leave, I would go find somebody who had been in those shoes before and said, and say, hey, this is what I'm struggling with. I don't know what to do with this. I don't know how to have these conversations. Can you help me see this more clearly? And instead of trying to rush through and get away from the pain or the struggle, instead just like relax into it because it was a good company. It was super profitable. I, I liked the people. I did great work there. I helped grow that company into some into some really fantastic opportunities. Um, and I just wasn't, I think I wasn't patient enough with the process because I didn't know how to sit in the struggle. That's, that's, I think, um, that's a lesson that I would, I, I have taken, uh, and I would apply, I would apply into that idea of, you know, sit, sit with it for a little bit and align yourself with people who've been there before. And then, because you're already getting pushed, uh, pull through, I mean, everything's going to be a struggle. Uh, you might as well learn how to deal with it and uh, instead of just exiting out. So that's something I took. That's something I took. I hope that answers your question. Absolutely. And again, something that many, many, many of us can relate to because, again, entrepreneurs are type, type I, type A kind of people. When they see a, a problem, they see a solution, they go for the solution. And, and, and many times the solution is just, okay, move forward. Now, this is so powerful that you're sharing because you say, no, 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 sit with the struggle for a moment. And in, in my case, uh, I have learned this after 40 years, I think, and uh, only because now I know who to ask. And that's exactly what my private masterminds are for me. I know that I can ask this group quickly in Slack right now today. And so that gives me that mental space and say, okay, it's, it's good enough because they they will handle it. The space is there. The dialogue there will give me enough options. And then I pick one of them and I run with them. But I can give that some days now. Yeah. And there are two parts to that, right? There's the idea of who do you align yourself with? Who do you spend your time with? You'll become like those people over time. But it does require us to be open enough to allowing, I think, uh, communication about vulnerability, right? So what is actually going on? Because it's one thing to ask the question. It's sort of a loaded question. Like if I said, hey, what should I do about this? And I kind of already know in the back of my mind, I'm just asking you to affirm my already my, my thought that I have already. That's not, that's not the principle. The principle is I'm not looking to escape this situation. I'm looking to figure out how to work with the situation. And maybe not, but I don't know. So I'm I'm just inviting people around me to give me the, a different perspective and just pause for a bit and take internalize what it what is it that's in me that is responding the way I'm responding, and that is usually that's usually a, uh, something that people come to I think later in life, in my experience, and you know it takes maybe forty years on the planet. Uh, of introspection and and struggle and success and failure to figure out like okay well you know relax for just a minute <laughs> you know i don't know i've i've came to it i feel like late in life too but uh 
hey, whatever, you know, I'm going to be 43 in a month, less than a month. Uh, and the, the fact that I now can be open about those things, I think it will only will only serve me well. And honestly, I will I'll be better for everybody else around me, too, which is super important to me. Right. I mean, that's why you that's why you and I think things through, because we want to make sure that things are good for everybody around us. That is admirable. But if we're not taking care of ourselves, pretty soon it's not going to be good for everybody around us. This is really powerful what you're sharing. And it's interesting. Just yesterday, I changed the way I do exercise because I, I do always in the morning uh, some endurance and in the afternoon some strength training just because, you know, I'm in my 40s. I need to stay, to stay sharp. And um, I changed the way I do the weight exercise because I always used this kind of very masculine, very intense CrossFit with some very masculine, very loud music, which was usually hip hop or something uh, really masculine. And what I do now, it's, it's push, push, push. And, and what I do now since yesterday is, wait a moment, what if I put up Audible and listen to a nice audiobook hmm. and do the same weights, but with a whole different awareness with with a more balanced less push uh and more pull pull push uh attitude it changed everything really? and also the and also it's much more balanced and also the the book was great uh i i forgot the title but it is the, the main message was it's a spiritual book and the main message was you know spiritual growth is if you learn to embrace whatever is here right now if you like it or not the the degree in which you can sit with it and say yes this is what is here right now i'm sitting with it i'm i'm saying hello to it that to that degree you are evolving spiritually yeah i agree it's it is the uh i think the principle of um being able to rest in all circumstances, which is difficult. I phrase it like this, and this is kind of my word for the year, phrase for the year, which is love your journey. Yeah. I've often loved destinations and seldom loved life's journey. I was not there for life's journey. I was on my way to another destination. And certainly when it came to a time of struggle, I was definitely trying to figure out how not to struggle. I was moving through it instead of instead of being okay with I am in a point of struggle and there is something for me here. That I think is an attitude that I'm learning to love. I'm learning to be okay with, right? Uh, because a lot of a lot of our, our best growth is had in those times of struggle, looking back on it. And I think I can take more from those times. Certainly, uh, like, so for instance, you know, you go to a bar, I, maybe you don't, I go to a bar, I go to a bar. And inevitably, at some point in time, late in the night, somebody gets offended at somebody else. And there's a fight that starts to break out, which is silliness, I think. And I wonder, I was thinking about this the other day, I wonder where does offense come from? 
what is in a person that they feel the need to be so offended by a look, by a brush, by a by a, a, a some phrase that they would that they would start to rise up and get into a fight at a bar. Now, you could say, well, it's the alcohol. Sure, I get it. All that did was it took off the filter to really see what's under the surface. What is in us that if we're not getting fights in bars, if it's a, a person that we don't like or a person who challenges us or a person at the office uh, who's made, gosh, they keep getting under my skin. That is in us. That response is in us. It didn't come at us and to, in through us. The response came from within. And those things that we don't like, that don't serve us well, it's a process of sitting in that moment and thinking, what's in me? And why do I have to respond that way? Why is that my response? And then and being able to retool that because we have complete control over it. It's not it's not easy, but we have complete control over it. And that that I think is the essence of kind of sometimes just we need to sit in the struggle uh, and take just just feed off of the moment until until it's done its work with us and just accept it. Just love the fact that we can have that opportunity to learn. I have a thesis about that. I think the ego has only two options. The ego always wants things to go my way, my way, and things never go your way. So you, the ego has exactly two options. Either get pissed off and that's when you attack or retrieve back, close yourself, shut up, and that's sadness. So you have either hate or sadness. That's what the ego is capable of. And then you have soul, which is what is the source of the ego and is also there in you. And this, this is the part that you are representing right now, which is observing all of this and thinking, hmm, where does this come from? That's the observing source of everything. But a part of us is always ego. And of course, alcohol brings, brings the wrong part forward. But <laughs> this is so powerful. But... We have to ask you, who do you nominate for the Strategy Award? Yeah, I'm going to nominate my friend Frank Sinclair. I, have not, I, I feel like he's been on the top of my mind recently. Frank is a, uh, has a fantastic story to tell of coming through real dark places to now just giving it all back, like giving, giving away uh, and feeding, feeding into everybody else around him. Uh, he has got a a great energy about him. Uh, he calls himself the chief encourager and he totally is. Uh, so Frank Sinclair, you can find him on LinkedIn. Great guy. And you should know him. The chief encourager. Beautiful. What is next on your journey? Boy, oh boy. <laughs> well, <laughs> 2020 is weird. <laughs> I think for everybody, right? Uh, and so I, again, I'm going to move into the things that I'm getting pulled through on. Uh, I have a lot of simplification that I, that I am taking, uh, taking the time now to do in my life. Mm -hmm. I think because of COVID, right. This great opportunity to figure out all the things that I, that weren't working or the things I didn't like, I was no good at to just stop doing those, um, to learn to prune the tree 
so as to direct the growth where it's, you're really getting the, you know, where you're really getting the benefit. So I'm taking, I'm taking the opportunity just as a, as a, as a whole, uh, to prune my own tree, uh, of work and life to get better results. Prune the tree, love the metaphor. And what were books or podcasts that touched you recently? Well, that's a great question. Um, I'm going to be a little selfish and say my podcast is touching me recently because I've learned so much from all the people I get to talk with. I mean, it is just, it's a gift. Uh, and so I really like that. Um, there's a, a book that came up recently. Oh, shoot. What's it called? Oh, I apologize. I've lost the, I've lost the title of it. Um, it's by Marshall Goldsmith. Mm, triggers. Triggers was a fantastic one. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, he has a new one. Uh, the what got you here won't get you there. Mm. I'm starting that one. That's a, that's a, a good, I think a good uh, principle, a principled book, right? For growth uh, on and I think it speaks to this idea of really evaluating experience. You know, people say that experience is the best teacher, but that's probably not true. We know all sorts of people who are experienced and have never changed. It's really the process of evaluating our experience and being able to retool ourselves to move into our futures and being okay with that. And that also means we have to leave our past and sometimes uh, leave the things that we've done and how we've done them to be able to do them differently in the future. I love it. Uh, I read Triggers by Marshall Gold and it changed my life. Uh, until then, I had programs where, okay, the executive team leaves the room and we hit that they should do this and that in that market. And then they go out there and do something else. And I have not, no grip on that. So after that book, which really shows the that 90% of the impact of coaching uh, senior executives is the accountability loop. I changed the whole program to have every seven days to measure three KPIs, every seven days. And, and executives are like, but I'm getting the reports every three months. And I was like, well, we're going to change that. Yeah, I was so confident because Marshall Gosmith has such a clear and, and great examples for that. So, yeah, wonderful, wonderful. Thank you for sharing. Where can people uh, stay in touch with you? Yeah, certainly. You can go to therealjtodd.com. That's my own personal website. Uh, but also, if they want to come to have coffee with me, the only rule is no sales calls. Go to coffeewithhumans.com. Uh, that's, that's where I spend my time chatting with random people around the planet which is great. Uh, and then, yeah, obviously, if anybody needs some sort of advisory work, uh, I work in two different ends of things. One is an interventionist. I'm really great um, when people are stuck and they need to get moving. I'm fantastic in that space. I'm, I'm bad over the long haul. Like, I'm probably not going to talk to you every week for the next three months. That's somebody else. That might be you. Um, but that's not me. Uh, I, I will be there when you need me and when you're ready to dig in. Uh, and you'll get moving. Uh, but if you just want to have coffee with me, coffeewithhumans.com.
coffeewithhumans.com everybody what a wonderful idea and so timely and so relevant so cool who should be my next guest i'm going to i'm going to talk to uh, i think you should talk to brian lawton brian lawton is a real estate agent slash all around fantastically great guy uh in wisconsin uh here in the states great guy you'll love him beautiful Thank you so much, Jason, for being on the show. Is there something I forgot to ask you? No, <laughs> we've covered a lot. <laughs> and all those things, like people really have to unpack it, like sit with it for a little bit, repeat it to yourself, unpack it, spend the day unpacking it. I'm going to spend the day having turkey uh, and mashed potatoes because mashed potatoes are my jam. And Happy Thanksgiving, Jason. <laughs> Thank you Happy so much. Rolling, man. <laughs> this is great. Bye-bye. Avoid trying to do thousands of things that doesn't work. We have 274 templates for your business success. Reach your ambitious goals with one-on-one -on -one sprint coach. We double your revenue in 90 days.